Hello and welcome to Bit and Bar Radioactive Podcast where we give powers to a name. We are going to create a superhero from scratch using a random name barfed at us from the internet. Hello, I'm Dean McKnight here in the year 2021. It's, it's the future for superheroes, it's the future for you and for me and for our creative endeavors. And uh, joining me on this trip into the uh, great wide unknown is of course Jade Sarson and Joshua Randall. Hello, um, future tears. Hop on. Come on. Let's do this. How are we feeling? Future tears. That's, um, that sounds like a hero. Term. Yeah. Well, okay. Future tears. Who, who are they? What, what do they do? <laughs> well, let, let's kick it off. This is, this is the new millennium. This is when we're really going to like up our game. We're going to go 2000% better than we were ever in 2020. New decade, new, new vibes. Mm. Yeah, that's that's what our uh, burpees episode did kind of imply. It's it's gonna be. Listen, we've been what uh, watching a lot of My Hero Academia. This is gonna be the plus ultra year. Twenty plus ultra one. Sure. Jade, I'm not feeling the enthusiasm oh, sorry, from you right sorry. now. I'm gonna uh, need a little all, bit more. All the enthusiasm left my body the moment that you went. Tell me about future tier, and I had no ideas. <laughs> I came I mean, in. I came in to to record this. I sat down, feeling really cocky. I was like, "Yeah, I've been been reading up on how to be a good writer. I've been plotting out a good story. I'm feeling it. My brain's on fire." And then you said that name, and I was just like, "Nothing in the tank." <laughs> I mean, I'm on the other side of the spectrum because Future Tears is going to be basically a crystal ball, but in terms of crying, crying, look in the tear, you can see the future. There you go. Future Bing bang boom times. done. Thank you. Uh, you've been bitten by a radioactive <laughs> podcast. I am uh, Josh Slam Dunked This Randall. That was the shortest <laughs> episode ever. <laughs> Look, as, as we said in our Burpees episode, we're doing them in like five minutes. That's it. We're running them off. It's going to be like yeah. our hundredth episode, just over, over, over again. This is this is no longer the commute podcast. This is your take a piss in the morning podcast. <laughs> Well, this is like the, the, the quarantine commute podcast where someone gets up, you know, they put it on while they make breakfast and then they trundle upstairs into the office and that's it. That's right. that's the podcast. Ah. This is, I think you've actually presented us with a very good marketing opportunity here. Like, you know, mm. I know when I was working from home, I couldn't listen to a podcast because, you know, I was, I was writing. Um, those two parts of my brain were simultaneously occupied. So it was very distracting. But if we can get this like... A home commute style podcast going. I think that's mm. going to be, you know, we're going to break into some real money here and we're going to get our first sponsor and we're going to get our first like major deal and we're going to get ourselves a book. We're going to get ourselves a comic. We're going to get ourselves TV show, movie, a franchise, own cinematic universe. It's, but we need to get this. Well, we already have this uh, tight uh, mini episode going. We just need to keep, keep churning out those, right? Yeah, sure. Yes. Right, let's wrap it up then. Uh, so, <laughs> bye everyone. Uh, we we have like the size, but also we need the volume. So we do need to pump out like two episodes a day. Mm. And you know, there's there's the home commute and there's the uh, morning commute, and uh, oh, yeah, we do need to works. fill all those gaps. Oh, I guess we need another name then. Yeah, um, and I think yes. you'll want to stick around for this one because I think it is going to be quite good, and I think you'll be quite into it um, mm. because when love dies. All that remains <gasps> is the Paradise Killer name generator. Oh my god! <laughs> my dreams! They're coming true! Um, 
So, for those uninitiated, Paradise Killer is a new uh, video game. Um, where oh, you play cross media. Cross media, because we're going to be making video games as well. Actually, I think you might have mentioned that. Yeah, part of the um, franchise. Where you play as an investigator, an immortal investigator, investigating moiders on a island filled with gods and the like. And a vaporwave aesthetic. Oh yeah, there's that too. And they've all and got a banging silly names. soundtrack. Banging soundtrack, silly names. Yes. So you've got like Lady Love Dies, who use your main character, Crimson Acid, Kiwami Eyes, Witness to the End. They're all silly names that I think would be perfect as a Who's superhero. your favourite um what's your favourite Paradise Killer name, Jade? Me, uh ooh. I mean Lady Love Dies is pretty like outstanding. Um It is very good. Yeah. Doctor oh, Doom Jazz. Hard. Yeah, Doom Jazz is Doctor, pretty funny. I think Doctor Doom Jazz is uh like pretty high tier there. Mm. It does sound like something we would also have as a hero. Yeah. There's Witness to the End as well, whose job is being the witness to the end of these uh you know, island experiments. It's it's a very good game. If you like your mysteries, uh play that game right after you listen to this episode. Because mm. mm. What are the opportunities afforded to us by this generator, Josh? Um, there's a lot of them. And I was I also just spotted the word tears, and I was just checking to see if future <laughs> wasn't in there. Uh, future is fine. Um, so we're so we're newly uh, indicted members of yeah, the syndicate. Give are. us our names. Uh, the first letter of your first name and the first letter of your last name. It's a classic. Easy. Great. Uh, Jade, let's kick you off. Or should I say Infinity Poison? Ooh. <laughs> love it. Very nice. That is a cracker. That's good. Uh, I've already got ideas. My my voice line for my character would be, don't you know that I'm toxic? Oh. <laughs> that is good. Um, <laughs> just keep, keep it in your pants for now, though. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> Dean. Yes. Ancient Romance. Oh! Ancient romance. Oh, that's pretty good. I was going to say this is a love that never dies, but there, there's a love that there's a lady <laughs> who love dies. Yeah. Oh, what about you, Josh? Um. Well, naturally, I'm going to do the old flipperoozy. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. So we are looking at uh, Haraka Daybreak. Now I actually have no <laughs> idea what Haraka means, mm. but I'm going to look it up now because I know that one of our um, resolutions for this year was to look up things. Yes, research. more googling. So let's Google Haraka meaning. Hooray! Da-da. Welcome to the section of the podcast where we mm, go to Google. Mm, 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 not spo- not sponsored by Google, <laughs> or or sponsored by Wikipedia. Uh, okay, so possible writings. Haraka can be written using different kanji characters and can mean spring fragrance, spring flower, sunny weather, fragrance. Distance flower, spring, good slash fine, distant. Um, uh-huh. So, spring daybreak. So, it's going to be very seasonal. Hmm. But, I mean, I'm, I'm not feeling it as much as the other ones. No, the other I like two Infinity sound... Poison. Infinity Poison is pretty great. Yeah. All right. Listen, here's my idea for Infinity Poison. Ooh. I think this, this, usually we ramp up our ideas, you know. We go from like, oh, maybe they they can fly, and then we eventually end up at maybe they can, you know, fly through space at the speed of light. But no, this this is an idea that's like a hundred percent straight the way. Infinity poison. What if 
um, they can do more than just poison individuals. Like, you know, a poison is something that sort of has like a degradative effect over time. You know, you po- you poison the human body, you start feeling ill. Sometimes it can lead to death, etc., etc. But what if they can poison more than just people? Mm-hmm. What if they can poison? I guess that's kind of like acid, but uh, you well, let me finish. Like, what if they can poison? No, no one was you know, interrupting you. Yeah, it was you. You interrupted yourself. <laughs> I was interrupting myself, but I have to. I have to quiet the mind. I have to quiet the mind. But what if? You know, they were poisoning things like like buildings or objects or um, even... I mean, if you want to go true infinity poison, what if they're poisoning actual concepts? You know, what if they poison, like, someone's, like, sense of morality and they end up becoming, like, a bit of a bastard? Like, mm. this poison, the idea of poison and its effects on things, that's... The, the nug here, I think. I, That's where the, the sweet territory is going to be. I am glad you brought up poisoning concepts and things. Because when I thought of like infinite poison and things, I was thinking of poisonous words. Yeah, like I thought of the phrase, you're poisoning them against me type mm. thing. And mm. the idea of this hero being the equivalent of when you're trying to sleep at two o'clock in the morning and you get that poisonous thought. Yeah. And it, and it just never leaves. So it's kind of Ooh, like... that's rough. It is rough. So it may be more of a villain. But I think poison <laughs> poison generally does lend itself more to villainous aspects, I think. Mm. I can rarely ever think of a poisonous like comic or manga character who is of a positive alignment. There's probably now, one that's staring at me right in the face, but... Now, you've you sort of like flipped a switch in my brain because... Mm. Um, there is a difference between uh, a poisonous animal and a toxic animal. Mm-hmm. No, poisonous and venomous. That's the one I'm, okay. I'm yes. thinking yep. about. Yeah, so, you know, a poisonous animal, you know, has poison which you have to ingest for it to take effect. So a poisonous frog, you know, you have to sort of touch its skin to actually get poison. But, like, an animal that's venomous, like a snake, can bite you and inject its venom into you. Or... Mm. Um, can't think of a, an example off the top of my head, like Venomous Spider, I guess. But, you know, so, are we... Could it? So, could it be that instead of them whispering poisonous things, because obviously the po- that would be more venomous, could it be that they are setting mm. up situations that would almost cause, like, a nostalgic effect? And that would cause mm. them maybe to touch it out of almost, like, curiosity... And then they get the thought. Hmm, well, hmm. I have a proposition for you. Ooh. You see, I have also done some research. <laughs> very quietly, oh, tapping away on my keyboard. <laughs> a um, bunch of brainiacs. <laughs> letter by letter, one at a time. Um, so I found this um, diagram that explains types of poison. Mm. And it uses these very interesting words. Uh, corrosive, nice. irritant, yep. and mm. systematic Oh, systematic. Ooh. Right. Systematic so... poison sounds like something we would definitely be doing with this podcast in terms of thematics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but like you could say that each of those is um, inflicted in different ways. So what what was the example you just said, like um, po- poisoning a, a specific concept? I've forgotten the concept already. Um, wait, who? Me or Dean? Yeah, you, you Josh. Um, so mine was... Instead of having them whisper it, would which would imply venomous, 
the poisonous mm. was to set up some sort of situation. Oh, where, where they feel nostalgic. They feel nostalgic, mm. like, and out of that, they touch an object that would then incite a poisonous thought. Mm. Okay, so here's my proposal. With these three types, mm. they're three different approaches. Systematic is a barrage, so a slow barrage over time. You slowly, systematically introduce this poison uh, into someone's concept, whatever concept you want to poison. Whereas an irritant mm. is like a quick barrage. You just keep poisoning them constantly, very quickly, mm. in a short space of time. And then corrosive is more visceral, physical damage. So, yeah, that'd be a, like a more hands-on approach. Yeah, so corrosive is the physical, whereas irritant and systematic... I, actually, irritant could p possibly be like the middle ground. Mm. A bit of both. And then systematic is the words, and Ooh. it's planned over a long yes. time. That actually works, yeah, because also irritant, you think of irritable, like, skin. Yeah, yeah. Like you've got some scratchy wool on you or something. Mm-hmm. So that mm. would be a nice kind of midway because it makes you feel something whilst also yes. makes you feel something. Mm-hmm, yes. Do you remember feeling things? But no, this is, <laughs> uh, this is good. So I guess depending on, like, the, the method and the time frame, different effects of the poison can take hold. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, like, for example, if... I, I, I want to try and make this, like, a heroic power. Like, oh. I want to try and... You know, Josh Josh was saying about how a lot of poison villains are... Um, villains. Poison villains. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, let's 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 get a hero. This is the first one of, of 2021. Uh, 20... Uh, the, the best year ever one, like... Let's, you already forgotten twenty like, plus ultra. Twenty plus ultra one. Uh, let's actually start off heroically. Okay. And, you know, maybe this, maybe this is like a redeemed villain. Like maybe um, they saw the power of their their poison and decided to use it like in a good way. I mean, that's mm. that's just like a broad stroke. But um, what what do we think about like trying to make this a, a, a good honest hero? Yeah, I mean, I'm up for it if we can pull it off. Um, <laughs> I mean, this could be like, what What if they're an infiltration hero? So they actually uh, use wait, their system. Wait. Oh, okay. All I right, think, I'll, I'll shut up something. then. Shall I? Goodbye, go on. No, no, no. What if they poison themselves against the idea of villainy? <laughs> oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. What, what if, like, unbeknownst to them... Like, they were um, sort of almost talking themselves or poisoning, like, the idea of being a villain out of their own system. That's just an idea with words. That is quite a good idea, though. I do actually yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I like it. Especially if we... The image that popped into my mind was one of looking internally and being like, where did this come from, this desire to do good? And it's just like... You zoom in and in deeper and deeper. You have to keep going deeper into this character's mind. And then they're like, it was you, you little shit. You know, like that meme where the <laughs> hand is just like grabbing the cat and being like, you, it was you. <laughs> but it's their child self being like, I systematically poisoned you since birth. Oh, jeez. So I guess, um, you know, starting out, they would be doing the typical villainous stuff. I guess they'd be like talking like poisoning um, the idea of like keeping secrets out of like bank managers to you know long con 
like a, a vault out of its money over time mm. or you know maybe they're um in in the the short term they're just minorly poisoning folks to <laughs> they could snatch bags or something they could start it off with poisoning them because i had this feeling the other day of accidentally leaving so maybe they've got like a security guard mm. at the bank and it turns out that this security guard's been really good at just repelling any villains but slowly over time mm. this villain has been putting into the idea that if they leave their phone charger in the plug socket it might explode kind of like similar <laughs> to like leaving the stove on mm. and yeah just to the point where one day the security guard is mid-shift and just thinks oh my god my phone charger's still in the plug socket <laughs> just leaves <laughs> so they kind of start out small stakes and then maybe get bigger and bigger but as they get bigger they get that kind of oh n- not anxiety oh, can i go ahead can i piggyback on that so i guess the 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 idea the uh infinite poison is sort of poisoning out of this man like sort of degradating over time and eventually killing is their sense of discipline you get rid of that that's not Mm. a very good security guard they piss off to you know fix whatever problem they're scared of at home Mm. done okay okay hold on i think we've got two separate ideas here then that we need to form into one coherent power because I think you two are describing two different approaches that have the same result because Mm. Josh's description made me think that um, Infinite Poison introduced a poisonous thought which was, Mm. oh, if I leave my phone plugged in, it will explode. So that's Mm -hmm. a poisonous thought. Whereas Dean's concept is you've poisoned this person's idea of discipline. Hmm. right so we have to decide what our character is actually capable of poisoning you can't have it all we need limitations i think otherwise this is too vague and becomes mind control Hmm. yeah like um i think josh is yours is like sort of suggestive like making suggestions and stuff like that yeah i i prefer josh's because a poisonous thought is kind of a real thing but if you turn it into a power it's even scarier um, hmm. And if you go go back to the um, types that I mentioned earlier of corrosive, <laughs> yeah. irritant, and systematic, you could even instead of saying that they're three different types, they're three progressions. Because a systematic type of poisonous thought would be a thing that you think on occasion, hmm. like a superstition or whatever. An irritant is a th- is a thought that you are thinking constantly, and you really wish you could stop. And then a corrosive, well, it's actively harming you to. To the point that you're not thinking of anything else. All you can think is, I need to get my phone, regardless of what else is going on around me. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I I guess like I was trying to like stick more to the the idea of like poison itself, like killing things and like expanding that. But like we can we can do uh we can do the whole thought thing. Well, I'm not st- I'm not saying it has to just be thoughts, but I'm saying you have to poison in a specific way. You can't just poison of of someone's sense of discipline that seems too vague to me so in a comparative sense it might be like in terms of my trail of thought moving from villain to hero would be seeing the face of someone that you've actively kind of harmed through your crime constantly and that Mm. has slowly turned you towards being a hero yeah whilst the other one would be um, poisoning your idea of like yeah should i be doing this 
Yeah. yeah. I th- and again, I think the former works better because it's far more human to like slowly come around to the idea. Like you don't suddenly realize that you're wrong and accept it. Mm. Like it, it often takes time because we're flawed and, you know, you see an error in your ways and you go, hmm, well, maybe that's not the case. Maybe I'm fine. And then you see more evidence. And you go, ah, shit, I'm wrong, aren't I? And then uh, there's acceptance. You are right. Uh- like I, I, I do like the the big concept. See, I ideas. just demonstrated it, didn't <laughs> Acceptance. I? Acceptance. <laughs> Jason, put this thought in your head, Dean. <laughs> it was Dean's me all po- along. I'm poisonous infinite. words. <laughs> I'm just, infinite just, poison. just for playing it out. Just for playing it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like that, that dickhead in the writers' room and be like, no, we're doing my idea. <laughs> no. no. No cooperation. I can't work in a but team. Then, Cross it off my CV. Dean's going to be getting in bed tonight. He's going to be snuggling <laughs> up into his pillow. And all he's going to think is, I wonder how the episode would have gone if I'd been more open to other ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be, then you'll be editing this episode and you'll be thinking, hmm, I wonder how this would have gone if we'd gone with a different idea. And I'll just, nah, mate, just I'm gonna go. Away. I'm going to go to bed. I'm gonna to go to bed. I'm gonna poison my. I'm gonna poison the the memory of this episode and have it just <laughs> die over time. Done. And once and you're still going with your idea of poison, aren't you? To the end. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I am now that I I've been caught out on it. Jesus. <laughs> okay. I uh, can can we can we uh put put a pin in this then perhaps mm-hmm. and talk about visuals because I'm thinking <laughs> this could have a very cool visual in the comic of like um thoughts themselves uh being poisoned so like uh kind of corroding over time Mm. um Mm. so how do we want to do this like like you said poison is often uh injected via fangs um or claws or something i i i think a physical thing would be fun like it's if we're going to do poison we have to have some sort of poison motif I think. Oh my so, god. Like, oh my god. Is this going to be a Fangu character? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I think Jokes sorry, on you. To, I'm the artist. To be the no. um the I don't know what the type of person this be. A who? Oh, uh you know those anime characters that just even when their mouth is closed they oh, have a, a teeny fang. tiny <laughs> shitty fang sticking out of their mm. mouth. But that would mean like they're biting everyone they want to lie to. Or they want to poison. Not necessarily. Uh, it's unfortunate, but our society quite often encourages a kiss on the cheek as an as a form of introduction. Oh, I don't I still don't like it. So a little, just a little, little nick on the cheek, just a little one, oh. or a little nick on the hand, just just a, t- what? a tiny step. Okay, story time. This has happened exactly one time in my life. It was like a great aunt or something, and she was doing it. I think we're at like a family re- reunion. And she was like doing it for, to like everyone on my right, mm-hmm, person mm-hmm. by person by person. And I'm just there, like I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm scared stiff. Oh, I, you didn't do what I think you did. I just kind of like stood like a rock as she did it to me. Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, you, you, you can relax." And I'm like, "I can't relax." Oh, it's a fucking European ass greeting. Like, who does this in the <laughs> UK? Fucking okay. Back to the ideas though. I was just gonna have like cool like you know like a uh a snake's teeth sort of like retract upwards into their uh mouth kind of something like that but like in the fingers you know cool claws that like 
You know, you can shake someone's hand or like tap them on the shoulder, give them a nip. You know. Hmm. I mean, the character aesthetically can still have a fangu, but it's it's purely a aesthetic f- fangu. <laughs> okay. Um. And I'm thinking if if it's specifically like thoughts, then maybe it can have an effect on thought bubbles. <gasps> so the thought bubble itself corrodes and just withers away. That is or, cool. Yeah. I was also thinking about having it shown up in the environment. Mm, go on. So potentially, I mean, you could go basic and have like billboards. Like oh! Oh my god, that's br- that's genius. <laughs> so that kind of stuff like corrodes. That's very and, good. And I think for some reason, I don't know what it was, but I was thinking about, I don't know what influenced it, but just the, like, this skyscraper, and the skyscraper is almost made of the words. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the windows form the words. Yeah, that kind of... Oh, yeah. that's very See, good. The, no, well, I think we're going to go with your idea anyway, but, like, the one I had was that, like... You know, one, we bring back thought bubbles into this comic because where do they go? Yes. They, where do thought are... bubbles go? They're mm. Fucking boxes? You when kidding me? The, when was the last time you actually saw a thought bubble instead of a regular narrative, like, kind of internal monologue box? Oh, I see them a lot in manga, but less in... Yeah. Western. Like, they are, are, like, floating around in, like, manga a lot, but, you know, the, the traditional puffy Western, mm. you know, you know, three dots and then a a thought cloud a bubble. Cloud, yes. We we bring those back, but then like this thought, uh, once they're poisoned, you know they're having their their normal thought bubbles. But then like this smaller thought bubble grows inside that one that's oh. like darker and like you know maybe like dark purpley vellumy color, and it yeah, just gets and, bigger and, and the bigger one, and bigger. The one that's being covered up starts to turn drippy, and the other one starts to turn cloudy. Because I was going to say we could do a nice little like kind of how it looks almost more like mist like. Kind of vaporish. Mm. Oh, vaporish, yes. So it's disappearing. Mm. Exactly. Yes. So this thought is sort of like... Yeah, it's it's Ooh. permeating into their thoughts literally in the and comic. And it's permeating into the environment. Yes. So the first exactly. Time they have it, the first time they have it, it's the regular schmegular thought bubble. But then mm. as it gets worse and worse, it starts bleeding out into their everyday life, which is mm. why the thought is poisonous, because it keeps on taking over. Yes. And then it comes out in there. It's systematic. Mm. Mm. I like that. It's taken over their system. Oh man! Right. Uh, Whose resolution was it for more comics talk? Because ding dong, (laughs) it's it's always me. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think it was like Josh 2019, but still, we got it. (laughs) Um, Now we have done a thing where, well, actually, that's kind of the usage of the power. But do we want to talk about how they become heroic? Yeah. Do we want to talk about um, who they are first? Yeah, who is Infinite Poison? Infinity Poison. Um, Infinity Infi- Poison, Who sorry. is Infinity... I mean, the phrase say They're literally the same word. No, 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 no. That's the thing about Paradise Killer names. It can't be a phrase that makes sense if you say, name does this. It needs to not make any sense. So you can't, you can't have a name-sounding name be used in the place of a name. It's like we've got... Uh, just to pick out another rando. Uh, parallel Peace Dies. <laughs> Went to the shops today. Like, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. That's what you need. So, Infinite Poison sounds like a product. It's like, Infinite Poison picked up the phone. Sounds more normal than Infinity Poison picked up the phone. Yeah. I accuse you, Infinity Infinity Poison. (laughs) Blast them away. Um, Okay, so, Infinity Poison. Hmm. Um, I guess 
like I, I, I get very like sort of cliche. They work in marketing. <laughs> I mean, it's, Subl- it's the, it's subliminal the messaging. Yeah, that does work. I mean, it is very a very evil uh, <laughs> department to work in as well. I used to do marketing. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> <laughs> Here's our product. Let's split it into two so we can sell it to boys and girls. Can't believe only villains do that. And you've got two <laughs> villains on this podcast. No, um, no. Just like Infinity Poison, we are reformed. Ah, uh, of, of course. Of um, course. What if something happens to Infinity Poison where they actually just like want to escape villainy? So they have to use their own power against themselves to sort of escape that world. Like. What oh my if? god, breaking free of toxic conditioning of the society around them. That's very good. Oh. So, just to use your example that you mumbled earlier, the whole shitty, like, this product is aimed at kids, but we're going to make sure we only aim it at boys. Because boys yeah, spend yeah. the money. And it's like, no, girls spend a lot on money, and all the other genders do too. But, you know, if if they saw that and they got irritated enough by in fact they were poisoned by society themselves um mm-hmm. because and so go on because you've got a poison power you're a villain yeah, yeah. so why not why yes yes you've been conditioned so why not um oh actually what if that's how the power manifests oh what they're in marketing just, just and then them? like just yeah just for them Ooh. like the, they because they open their third eye they become aware of the poisoning <laughs> of society and they're like oh i can manipulate it and so before they escape marketing they actually try and poison the idea of gendered marketing before they leave because they're like so fucking sick of it Mm. but that's when they figure out the whole systemic versus irritant versus corrosive nature of their power like jesus like this is a systemic thing that that it's going to take a while to dismantle we don't talk about that enough. Like we have a lot of heroes that are just born powered. But I like... was gonna say it, it only occurred to me there when I was like, "Oh, maybe they get it here." Like, wait a second, so many of our heroes are just born with powers. Could you imagine talking yourself into having a superpower? That'd be fucking sweet as hell. Mm. So yeah, they they work in this marketing firm. They just like you said, they open their third eye. They realize that they are spreading these. Just like venomous ideas yeah. that don't really help society too much, mm. and um, like, I I do like a villain that uses their power um, in a phrase that's like, "This is X on society." Like you are you are human slaves, and and like they have mind control mm. powers or some shit, and it's like, "All right, Edge Lord, calm down." <laughs> like <laughs> I can't think of any off the top of my head, but you know the kind of villains I mean. Yeah, yeah, they they have an agenda. No, no, like they they just look down on society because they're like you're all sheep, and it turns out they're I don't know, a super powered shepherd. I don't know. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you weren't talking about running dry this at the start of this episode, way. I'm serious. <laughs> no thoughts, head empty, only poison. Okay. So how how do they go from this to I guess like part of their superhero agenda is sort of encouraging freer thought in the capitalist market that we call society. Um. Well, if they're starting as a villain, then surely they use this power selfishly first. Mm. Like oh, okay. We're not we're not quite to hero territory. No, because okay, you you can't 
start as oh i guess you can be a villain without powers oh we kind of do have a lot of those in the world (sighs) but i mean no they they have this third eye awakening become a villain because they've just snapped i guess that that was my thinking like oh cool i have this power now escape marketing do what i want and then they realize wait i got this power because i was sick of this shit and i need to do something about it I just realized we gave him like a, f- a physical like like fangs on the fingers and then mm. they're just like, I got this power now. I guess. What? It's a fucking whatever. No, it can I mean, happen. they can. Yeah, they can, you know, discover it when, I don't know, they accidentally stab their boss's hand when they shake it too hard in anger because they're like, oh, fine. The advert's going to be like this, I guess. Yes, I'm so happy to work with you. Fine. Yes, we'll have it done for you next week. And and then the boss is just like, ow, oh, geez, trim oh, your nails. I was going to say, it could be like like the physical manifestation that they're getting their powers that their nails just start growing really quickly. Sharp. It's like they spend a lot of mm. their time just kind of anxiously biting them. Oh. And then one day... Yeah. A sharp bit accidentally nicks their client whilst they're tra- mm. about to go for in for a, for a big meeting. Yeah, sure. Um, sure. So maybe when they're a villain, they've always got like one or two kind of sharp nails. Mm. Got their crack nail, their poison nail <laughs> on the ready. Um, yeah. So I guess like um, you know they 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 become a villain. They sort of realize um, you know the power to their words, and they sort of you know they they. They explore it and they take it like as far as they dare to go. Um, mm. If you want to be real cliche, they can be robbing banks and you know stealing jewels, or you know maybe maybe they have like grander ambitions. Maybe they're trying to like um, extort billionaires or something. Mm. I don't know because um, they can just like eventually erode their way through their security, or you know just simply. Touch him on the shoulder one time and say, "Hey, oh, you, you're getting pretty old. Maybe you need to get, you know, what? What about Re- your legacy? You. Yeah, yeah. You know, who's who's going to inherit all that cash? Is it going to be me? I was, uh, I w- <laughs> give it to me. Um, I was going to say, uh, the the whole thing of like how long the poison takes to work, um, or to convert the idea, I guess, to poison the idea." Um, depends on how embedded the thought is in the person already or in society, I guess. Mm. So like a thought so like that, like goes- like you said, the, the legacy thing, like that would take a while to corrode. So they'd need to get very close to this person and really like keep applying the poison systemically mm. until it became an irritating thought, until it became fucking corrosive and just wears them down. Whereas if it's, mm-hmm. you know, a tiny thing that's very easy to change i don't know you're getting hungry yeah that's that's pretty easy i guess um yeah everyone gets hungry (laughs) but how well hold on how do you poison that um you know you just tell them like oh your stomach's grumbling and then eventually they get hungry and then they go and get get well again like that's just mind control you have to poison a thought so it can't just be tell the person they're hungry okay yeah sorry right right um i guess it'd be like um, you know, someone who's business minded, just you know, hey, be you know, be careful. Are you still being profitable? What about the profits? Mm. You gonna lay off some people? Like, yeah. That's a pretty regular thought for 
a business tycoon. I imagine I am not a business tycoon, um, and if, nor will I ever be. If if watching Mad Men has told me anything, they go out for work lunches a lot. So you could probably either get into something in terms of profitability, in terms of how they're spending their time. Like, oh, another work lunch? Mm. Something, something, something. And then kind of poison it that way. There you go. Um, But then, of course, eventually they turn heroic. I guess, like, being in marketing, especially if you're, like, a a London type or a New York type, you're going to be bumping shoulders with a lot of very powerful people or mm. people with more money than sense etc. Is that like uh, Pokemon? London type, New York type? Which one's stronger against which one? Was it your resolution to get better humour Josh or am I making a mistake there? <laughs> I never have to worry about that. Stone Cold Banger's from minute one to minute 50. <laughs> oh my favourite wrestler Stone Cold Banger. Yeah. See we can all do it. <laughs> we can all do it. Heroes. Um, Yes. What? Okay, it, this is going to be our toughest test yet. Like, mm-hmm. does this hero defend the billionaires? No. Dean. I, what a I, dumb yeah. question. Have you not listened to like a hundred of our episodes? Oh my it God. It's bad to say. Why would we ever do that? Imagine, <laughs> this is not by any means uh, what I'm saying would happen in this story, but Imagine if they just poisoned the thought of like um the the thought of uh our our economy is balanced with eat the rich and people literally start eating the rich. Uh that like that that's how fucked up you could yeah. go, but I don't mm. think we should, <laughs> is no. what I'm saying. How also eat the rich sounds like a pretty good paradise killer character. Oh god, that's very good, yes. I accuse you, eat the rich. Of committing this <laughs> crime on a scale of Robin Hood's uh, Disney's Robin Hood versus like full scale revolution, like how hard are we gonna go against capitalism? Because that feels like that's that's the crime here. That's about about as hard as we always do. Yeah, the whole way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go the whole hog then. So maybe um, they go from villain to hero um, because they realize how stacked the deck is against normal people mm. are they just going Maybe to that- start poisoning the idea of hoarding money yeah that's a good idea i, I was gonna say like earlier you um you mentioned like making a boss aware of like long lunches and being like mm. basically poisoning the idea of what uh, a good business is with profitability outweighs you know worker health etc which could escalate to, um, you know, uh, no, no food whatsoever, no breaks, no, no healthy consideration for your workers whatsoever. So that kind of thing is like an extreme in the opposite direction of the, the way they want to go as a hero. So that could be one of their last kind of eye-opening acts as a villain. Like, yeah, sure, you got some money out of that con, but you've also fucked over the workers of that company for a long yeah, time. I was, I was going to pitch that idea. Like they end up like one way or another they they uh talk the CEO out of their company and then they just chair it. They milk their employees for cash, but then they realize kind of what they're doing. Maybe like I don't know, people are fickle. Like maybe their friend or something is like one of the low-rung workers and yeah, they're you like, need to make it personal. Yeah, exactly. So this low-rung worker is like 
Please, I work in the warehouse, and now we can't take breaks, and we have to piss in bottles. Stare at camera. Oh, that just a note in my hand saying oh. stare at camera. <laughs> um, and that they, you know, we tried to unionize, but your guys kept bashing our heads. Stare at camera. Oh, well, it's there again. Um, <laughs> that kind of connection would lead to them being all like, wait a fucking minute. People get rich on the back of workers. That's crap. I'm going to change the system. I'm a hero so now. Infinity Yeah, they realize that they can. And they're probably yeah. the only one that can do it efficiently. So they do. <laughs> Imagine if like they take over like some like huge corporation and then like in a in a month they're like they they look at their bank statement and it's like, oh, I've made like fifteen million million pounds or something. It's I like, could never possibly spend this by myself. That I'm seems done. fucked. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm done now. This this is all I needed, just enough money to survive and like a little bit of revenge. Now, now what? More money? I don't need more money. <laughs> I guess like that would be one thing. I guess if we had more time, we would bake this a little bit more deeply into the uh the the cake here. But like, I think Infinity Poison for this hero turn, this face turn, as they say in the business, to work, uh, we'd have to like instill in them some sort of like um you know they they have value for money like they know the value that pounds and pennies can have compared to like a billionaire who you know looks at like a one percent increase in margins and drools you know do do you know what i mean like yeah you um, know that that fucking old woman from that show that's like what could it cost a hundred dollars like it's a banana michael how much could it cost ten (laughs) dollars like they can't be that kind of character so whether or not it you know, they're from, like, a working-class family or something, or, you know, they've lived, like, on the the knife edge before. Some sort of thing to give them an I You know, they, they treasure money fittingly enough um, mm. to, be a, to be a real revolutionary because fuck the billionaires. Did I mention mm. that? Yeah, um, but it's always worth mentioning again. <laughs> also, you, Just you mentioned the words... Em. Knife's Edge. And that also sounds like a good paradise killer. <laughs> <laughs> Nebula, like, yeah, when, when, when they... Knife's Edge. <sighs> we've got this... Edge, Listen here, you two. We've got <laughs> this name to deal with before we end the episode. Infinity Poison, who I think would leave this company in the charge of one of the workers who then takes a salary that's like pretty much the same... Uh, as everyone else um, and they make democratic choices about the company because they all have a share in it. What's that mm-hmm. That Japanese uh, company CEO that that was just like, yeah, I don't need to be paid that much higher than everyone else at all. You know um, the one I'm talking about? Are you talking about Sorosu Iwata? Probably. Satoru Iwata, who took like a 50% pay check when the uh, Wii U bombed. Possibly. I know I know that there was like a boss that was like, I don't, I don't need to like as CEO, I don't need to be paid that many fucking zeros more than everyone else. But Jade, um, I work ten thousand percent harder than the next man. No, you don't. No, you don't. And especially if the company, like I said, has democratic choices about the direction the company goes in, then everyone's having an equal say, and mm. that that marks the start. Like um, that gets people talking, um, and our new hero, not villain starts to set their eyes on what else they can poison towards good. Easy peasy. Done. Mm. Um, and of it's course... It's not entirely done. 
Unless you want to talk about that, something else I was going to mention about costume stuff. Oh, yeah. Why do you want from the costume, Josh? Well, no, because I was going to think about... Well, at first, do they even need a costume because what they're doing seems a lot more um, under the radar? they got to have a sweet tattoo. Do they? Why? I, I don't know. I just... But then Poison. I also thought, this is a world inspired by Paradise Killer. Why oh, yeah, yeah. can't they just look weird anyway? Okay, right. Initial thoughts then. Tattoo can be a drippy drop of poison. Uh, outfit, I'm thinking it... No, no, it's got to be like a, a bottle of poison. A what? Like a bottle of poison tattoo. Okay, a bottle and there's a drip coming out of it. Um, and body-wise, I'm thinking like very over-the-top. Um, imagine like a white suit, but a bright purple, like a deep purple vat of gunge was upended on top of them. So that oh. like the top half of the, the suit jacket just has this drippy purple half. Hmm. Um, but it's but it's glittery poison. I almost thought the same in that so the words sleeveless turtleneck. Um oh! <laughs> because for some reason I was thinking about the idea that they look like a bottle of poison. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so you can still have your um like toxic kind of multicolored tie-dye glitter poison around the yeah, top. Yeah, but yeah. it can like almost spill out over the turtleneck. Do they have, like, a big, like, flat, like, eraser-style haircut as well, with, like, the fade on the sides and stuff? Like, real 80s kind of deal. I don't know mm. what that means. You know, like, where the hair is just, like, a, like a, just straight lines upwards. It's always, like, a, a square block of hair. But it's do real you, tall. Do you mean, like, what's that Tekken character that's just got, like, tall hair? I don't... Are you talking about Guile? Yeah. That's... From Street Fighter. Street, Street Fighter. Fighter, sorry. That, but like straight. That is straight, but it kind of, yeah, it's like, kind of like... Dorito shaped. His. Oh, sorry. Okay, who am I thinking of then? There's another one. I think no, I know I'm who you're sure thinking there is of. A and they one are a Tekken character. Are you thinking There's... of Gone from Hunter Hunter? No. Really six. <laughs> no, you son of a bitch. No. <laughs> um, but if we had that, what what Dean described, but like cork coloured, then that's the cork <laughs> of the bottle. Um, could they have an undercut? Where the undercut is cork coloured and then the kind of long hair bit is more tie-dye coloured or more poison coloured. Like, so tie-dye but in various shades of purple instead of rainbow. Yeah. Mm. You're thinking, like, Jade, but then they've got like, of, you're thinking of Paul Phoenix from Tekken. Okay. Who is, yeah, he's just got like a lump of hair that goes all the way up like a skyscraper. See? See? Okay. And now with that, I've done my one Google for the episode. <laughs> We've got a bingo. Um, um, but they can also have a suit jacket on over the turtleneck, which makes it such a power move when they take it off and reveal their bare arms. Ah, <laughs> oh, but which do I draw? Damn it. Okay, uh, okay. Bit, hmm. Well, no, what you could have is, so you've kind of got them po doing a Paradise Killer-esque pose. Pose, yeah. They've got on, like, they've got their, like, right arm with the jacket kind of over one shoulder, that kind of 80s deal, and then the other yeah. other mm. hand on their hip, and it's just bare arm. Done. Hmm. You, you, you can show That's off the jacket. Point. I mean, the jacket what can if, even be on one arm and stuff. I was going to say, what if it's on both arms, but it's shrugged off so that it's just hanging loose? Oh, that's oh. good. Well, like a Howl's Moving Castle type coat? Um, no, 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 no. Or no. shrugged? No, no, no. So if their hands are, are on their hips... Off? Yeah, shrugging it off. 
Oh, and okay. their hands are on their hips, so it's caught around their forearms. I can dig it. Mm. Um, can we discuss this their nails? This is an audio medium. Um, <laughs> I guess they would have like sort of pointed nails mm. in some sort of... Yeah, flawless but or is, a start. Was it that one was special for delivering the poison or were all of them capable of delivering the poison? I, I, let's, let's do all of them for extra venom. Okay, um, okay. Also, I, I guess... I just realized if they're delivering the poison, that makes makes them venom venomous. But that is ma- listen, we're we're this far now, we can't change it. It'll be a funny like trivia bit for when this gets turned into a movie. Um but uh yeah, it'll be like some sort of like thick ass fucking um what's that nail stuff that just dries like a like cement? Acrylic? Uh yeah. Yeah, that. Um in some sort of like neon I guess the the easy thing would be like neon purple or green or something, but maybe like they're all like maybe they're all like a different color, but one that's like purple, and and they're like this is my my lucky nail. Oh, okay, lucky nail. yeah, that's cool. Hmm. Could they be a gradient going from purple to green? I have no idea what they'd be in between, but it's kind of like a muddy brown. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sad. Uh, trousers and uh, shoes, real quick. Um, I mean, they've got to be like kind of like winkle pickery shoes, like sharp. Skirt and yeah. stilettos. Come on, business. How <laughs> oh, business. I like the winkle pickers, but stilettos are more stabby. So, winkle yeah, picker stilettos. <laughs> yeah, that wow, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. I was trying <laughs> to think about if they could have a difference from when they were villainous to hero. Like, could there be some sort of shift in what they wear? Or do you want to just... No, because far too often we paint villains in, especially in animation, as the only people that can dress gaudily. So, <laughs> them. No. <laughs> cool. Uh, maybe maybe the stiletto, um, like the heel of the uh, the shoe, can be like something humorous. I was going to say like a bottle of poison, but we've already done that. Yeah, you've already maybe done like that, an, Dean. An actual dagger or something. Whatever poison motifs are there, uh, a it fang. can be like a fr- a frog. <laughs> It can just be like a frog holding up the the, the heel. <laughs> um, also, actually, a frog could be just like peeking out of a pocket square or whatever. Or, or it could look like a drop of poison. So it kind of goes oh, that's good. in a bit and then kind of, it won't be too stabby, but it'll kind of look like that kind of tear shape. Are we talking, hold on, uh, hmm. I think I get it. I think I get it, but I might have to send you a doodle and be like, like yeah, that's this. Fine. <laughs> yes, that's fine. Uh, but the shoes can look like um, like a tropical frog's skin pattern. Okay. As long as they aren't made out of that tropical frog. Yeah. No, no, we're not Im- getting imitation. Frogs imitation only. Imitation, imitation only. Uh, I was going to say tights um, instead of fishnet. Um, it's it's poison net, so it's all wibbly, drippy lines. Excellent. Good. Send it to the press. <laughs> done. We're done here. Thank you all so much for listening to our excruciating, uh, excruciatingly detailed description of this character's uh, outfit. It's an audio medium. There will be a drawing eventually. Um, <laughs> and that'll be on our Twitter, which is BBR underscore podcast, where you can contact us. Yes, it us will. And do all that kind of stuff. Um, if you want to spread that good burpy word, that's one of our preferred platforms. Or, as I always say, Go to your preferred podcasting platform, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, uh, Pod something. I don't, I'm not sure what other ones. Stitcher, Podbean, 
Pod, I was thinking Podbean, but I wasn't sure if I made it up. Um, wherever you get them, if you leave a review for us, we will take whichever handle um, you're comfortable with, and we will happily throw it into a generator of your potential choice, if you like. Um, and yeah, as always, you two can be our hero, just as long as you mm. leave us a good review. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the only uh, caveat on that. And like Josh, Josh said, at BBR underscore podcast, uh, where you can get all the latest updates from yours truly um and uh the week following the release of this episode you can see what we just described in detail in visual detail thanks to uh resident illustrator jade sarsen thankfully my brain may be empty of the the what are the things that begin with the w i think all the words um i'm you got it i can't do those but i sure can do the pictures just please make a note to listen to the end of the episode first before you draw. I usually do, thank you. <laughs> oh, but like, okay, for first hero of the year, 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, right? I'm pretty sure. I don't know, they're, they're pretty toxic. <laughs> but you know, they did bring down capitalism, so it all checks out. It, all, it all balances out, you know. Um, hey guys, uh, the system's broken you've been bitten by a radioactive podcast i am dean down with the system mcknight capitalism's bad mcknight <laughs> i'm jade head empty still very empty sarsen and i am josh i'm gonna try and go for a paradise killer-esque line um this case will open like the spring bloom randall I think that works. I think that works. Yeah, no. That was a six out of ten. Goodbye, everybody. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>